Nobody's perfect. Well, there was this one guy, but we killed him. Hello and welcome to episode 610 of Under the Cull of MS. That's from Lamb, The Gospel According to Biff, Christ, Childhood Pal by Christopher Moore. <laughs> I'm just looking up some oddball quotes and <laughs> that one is kind of hit me. Uh, today is another round of previews of goodies coming out in the next few months that you can pick up at your local comic shop or wherever you like to get your comics online or pre-order or wait till they come out. Whatever you'd like to do. Lemmy Killmeister's hanging out with us today. We finally got a blizzard this last, this past week. And got some snow on the ground after we had no snow for November or December. So they're, it's paying us back by dumping probably close to 10 inches overnight on Friday. But it's nice. We need the snow. We need the moisture. The farmers need it for spring, and we haven't gotten any yet. I mean, Christ, they are still spraying fertilizer in their fields in December. Because it was in the 40s and 50. So they had to take advantage of it while they could. But we got a owl that's been hanging outside. I hear it usually about 9, 10 o'clock at night. Just hooting away. And it'll be on one side of the house. And then all of a sudden you'll hear him on the other side of the house. And then usually around 4 o'clock in the morning when I get up with to feed the cat. I hear it again. I think he's stalking our one rabbit that's left in our yard. Uh, you can have any mice, field mice and stuff that come in and out of my garage if he wants. But I'd like to catch them. Well, not catch them, but catch a view of them. Just to see because I've seen a snow, snow owl in Wisconsin before. The white with the black speckles. Uh, usually it's barn owls, but I was curious. It's just interesting when you hear one this time of year. If you, I'd like to catch a good picture of it. Now that I talk about pictures, I just noticed my one trail camera. Well, that means probably two of them that are low to the ground are completely covered right now with snow. So that's not good. I'm going to have to go take those apart and get the, check the batteries and everything after the snow gets below them all kinds of interesting critters I had a little possum come up to the door the other day when I was sitting here at night just checking me out <laughs> I got well the past about month and a half I got a bunch of pictures of deer Coming down through the yard, hanging out, running around. Uh, looked like a mother and a doe, a young doe and a young buck. Had little nubbies sticking out of it. Had a six-pointer that's been hanging around and an eight-point buck. They're running through the yard and getting some good pictures on the trail cameras of those. 
Other than that, I don't think we had any other than raccoons and possums and squirrels and birds and rabbits and stuff. That's about all that I really caught on the camera that was interesting in the past month. I do got to make, I'm going to try and put some videos of those out, play with my video editor one more time before I decide if I'm going to keep it or delete it. That thing's costing me 15 bucks a month, and it's it's nice to use, but there's got to be a program that I can just pick up at a store and just have it instead of having to pay monthly fees. So we'll see. See what I come across. But I think that's all I really got to shoot the shit about today. Uh we are getting ready to do some comic reading and stuff, so live reads, which we'll be doing on YouTube, so keep an eye out for those. We have our new area is almost set up to a nice enough standard that I'll be using it for a background and trying it out to do some videos this week. I think it's good enough to give it a shot, and we'll see what happens. Uh, if that works out good, then we'll have a new studio area. And then we'll be back and rolling and putting all kinds of goodies out, hopefully. Let's see what happens. But yeah, we'll be back right after this with part two of the previews of goodies to come in the future. Alright, next up we got Giant Sized Hulk 2024 number one one shot by Marvel Comics. Very goofy looking Hulk drawn on this cover. Ah, they're not getting they get actually give us pictures for covers this time, but we won't get any description. Which is a bummer. So we're gonna have to wait and see what next month says, I guess. We also have a giant size Spider-Gwen number one one-shot from Marvel Comics. Swinging from the pages of Spider-Gwen Smash, Gwen Stacy has finally found some balance in her home dimension. But when the remnants of the Carnage symbiote resurface in Gwen's bandmate, Mary Jane, they attract the attention of something sinister. Orlando Octavi Octavis Oct 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 <laughs> shouldn't it be Octavius? They got it spelled O-C-A-T-V-I-U-S, which is Octa Octavius. They have a different name in their realm. Who knows? It might be an alternate universe. <laughs> Multiverse or whatever. I thought it was always Octavius. The adopted son of Dr. Octopus. <laughs> now has his sights set on MJ. And Spider-Gwen will have to save her friend from a gauntlet of new and terrifying villains in this oversized spectacular. Also featuring a reprint of Spider-Gwen number 13 from 2015 in which Gwen and Mary Jane's first face-off against Earth-65's Mysterio. So yeah, this might be based on Earth-65 or something. I don't know. They went apeshit with all this 
multiverse stuff. And <laughs> we have so many supers out there. And they got to keep coming up with other ways to make other versions and everything else. And it was fun at first, but man, it's getting old <laughs> quick. We get Gods and Monsters, book one, by Cutaway Comics. Gods and Monsters is a new seven-part prestige comic miniseries from Cutaway Comics. Friends and foes from the worlds of Doctor Who are brought together across time and space on board the Eltrala, a phantom colony ship lost in space and time, harboring a hidden and potentially universe shattering secret the very special w double issue forms the opening chapter of the series featuring the time lord satan omega and the egyptian god of death sutak at the very beginning of their titanic struggle trapped in this his black hole prison omega is surprised to find an unexpected arrival the eltrala a phantom colony ship for Omega, this is a way out of the black hole and a means to escape. For us, it will be the beginning of the end of the universe. Dun dun dun. Cutaway comics, huh? They have book two coming out right after it, right away. Well, looks like they're both being released at the same time, so you can get book one and book two at the same time if you would like. We have Godzilla vs. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Volume 2, Number 1, by IDW Publishing. Worlds collide a second time as everyone's favorite kaiju meets up with Earth's mightiest warriors once again to take on the most fearsome monsters from both sides of the multiverse. With Rita Repulso, Repulsa egging them on, this one has it all. Space Godzilla. Clawhammer. Tentacreep. But what exactly does Rita intend? Uh, my cable touched my <laughs> mouse pad and totally changed my screen on me. <clears throat> but what exactly does Rita intend to do with their collective might, and how have their mysterious new allies and the evil have her mysterious new allies, Astronema, and the Alliance of Evil, given her added reach across worlds. The Power Rangers are on a mission to find out, but first, all roads lead back to Godzilla. And that, I see, is a good team-up. I didn't read the first one. I don't think. I might have read the first issue. But that's one I wouldn't mind checking out, those two volumes. We got Gold Digger, War Mistress of Mars, number one of four by Antarctic Press. In the Grand Tradention of Richard Corbin, Full frontal assault wrestling on another world. Adults only. It's Fred Perry's first gold digger project following the close of the main series. 
and he's busting out the big guns with an adults-only miniseries. The Engi shamans of Mars have gotten themselves in trouble again, but are wary of summoning Gina, who got really ticked at them the last time they dragged her from her continuum. So they reach out and grab a couple of nearby heroes. Can Battle Cheats and War Mistress rescue their summoners? The only ones who can send them home. I just couldn't get into, I tried to get into the, what was it, issue 300 Gold Digger Special Edition just to see if, if it was any good from the past since I have old issues, we just never read them. But yeah, I couldn't get into it. Alright, those are all ongoings. Let's see, we got Horror and Fantasy Illustrated Cradle of Shadows number one by Xenoscope Entertainment. An eccentric billionaire gets more than he bargained for when his vanity trip to the moon goes horribly awry. Bezos. <laughs> what began as a mission to claim untapped resources soon becomes a nightmarish descent below the lunar surface, forcing the expedition's crew members to confront unspeakable terrors along the way. Will they conquer the lunar abyss or succumb to the horrors that lurk in the shadows of the moon? You'll have to read it to find out what happens to Bezos. <laughs> no, it's not Bezos, but it just reminds me of his jackassery and his little dick rocket. <sighs> I Heart Skull Crusher number one by Boom Studios. 18 year old Trini will do anything to compete in her favorite sport screaming pain ball. Alongside her longtime hero Skull Crusher, but she can't do it alone, and a gaggle of misfits is just what she needs to cross the American waste and battle in Queen Mob's deadly tournament. With Trini's dream of being just like Skull Crusher on the line, do she and her friends have what it takes to win a co coveted spot on their team? Oh, yeah. Josie Campbell and Alessio Zano bring sports action to post-apocalyptic America with comic relief and brevity at its brutal heart. Perfect for fans of Do a Power Bomb and Fence. So it's just gonna get into that Skull Crusher was an actual weapon. Which it might be. I've read way too much over the years now. Didn't read nothing, now I read way too much. It's hard to keep up with everything. Now we got Jackpot and Black Cat, number one. This is by Marvel Comics. Don't know who Jackpot is. Luck be the ladies, the most exciting new hero in the Marvel U, Jackpot, a.k.a. Mary Jane Watson, gets her first action-packed limited series. I thought Mary Jane was a different character. Why did... Mm, they are so confusing. 
superhero alongside the other best female character in comics, Black Cat. When someone blackmails Black Cat into a public and blatant crime spree, Jackpack, Jackpot comes to her aid. What classic spider villain is behind the blackmail? Someone with history with at least one of our titular heroines? So who wrote the storyline first? Them or DC with that Batman Catwoman story that's going on? Well, actually, I think that's in the Batman Scooby-Doo Adventures, but it sounds just like this one. It just doesn't have some jackass having jackpot character <laughs> that's including in it. Okay, we got Junior, Volume 2, Dark Stone, Number 1, by Scout Comics. Junior is back, and so is her space hippo sidekick, Walter. They escape the dinosaur-infested planet 811, taking with them a powerful and mysterious stone in hopes of keeping it safe from the clutches of the evil corporate entity, the Board. Our heroes arrive at the seemingly uninhabited desert planet 415, but there is more to this strange land than meets the eye. Sand crocodiles, ancient monks, evil samurai, and enemies long forgotten await in this spectacular new entry of the Junior Saga. Let's adventure. I don't remember the old Junior Saga. <laughs> Cover work is interesting. All right, we got Kalis, number one, by Silverline Comics. In 1967, the CIA sent astronauts into space to investigate an astron astronomical anomaly. Unfortunately, before they could report their findings, they mysteriously vanished, never to be seen again. This is until today, when one of those long-missing astronauts, Scott Anders, crashes to Earth and emerges powerful, totally unscathed, and hell-bent on one purpose, to return to where he has been for all those decades. But where has he been? How did he gain his new invul invulnerability? What is the mysterious organization that stands in his way? Determined to protect the secret of Kalis at all cost? The answers to these mys mysteries start here. Brent T. Larson and Louise Sienkowski. Ooh, we got Kid Ven Venom, number one by Marvel Comics. And we got a picture, but no description. I'm really curious. I want to know who Kid Venom is. It should be Brock's kid, but... I haven't been keeping up on that, so I don't know. We got Kiva, number one by Scout Comics. A pet dog is left behind on his own when a nuclear disaster forces the residents of a small town to evacuate. Bunch of dickheads. Take your pet with you, asses. What the hell? 
As he navigates the wilderness that takes over the town, he comes face to face with a savage pack of wild dogs, determined to claim back their territory. And so this poor thing's left alone, and it's going to work its way back to its owner, and the owner's going to be all appreciative when a dog shows up, but doesn't give a shit about the dog when there's a disaster, just leaves them, runs away. To fend for themselves, definitely should not go back to your owner. The owner is a douche. We got La Marta Devious, number one, by Coffin Comics. In the aftermath of her trip to the Amazon rainforest, Maria Diaz, aka La Muerta, learns that a killer stalks the midnight streets of Mexico City, ruthlessly eliminating its criminal elite. Who is this killer? What motivates her mysterious ways? And why does she wear the skull face of the infamous vigilante La Muerta? Because she's probably trying to get her convicted for something they didn't do. I do like the La Marta character. Haven't been following many of the storylines. But the little ones I have checked out were enjoyable. They have Lady Death Imperial Requiem. Number one of two by Coffin Comics. I like that they do these two shots, but I only I think I only picked up one of them so far. Stranded in, in an alternate dystopian future Earth, where her evil persona, Empress Death, has nearly extinguished the human race, things get worse for our Lady Death. Empress Death's mission to murder the last 999 souls on Earth, and finally achieve Megadeth, is within reach. Can Lady Death conquer the cruelest opponent she's ever faced? Or will Empress Death be victorious and set her murderous sights on our Earth? And she's been after Megadeth for a long time. So you'd think she'd get it or lose it eventually. I just don't know how long they're going on with that basis of that storyline. And I miss having Evil Ernie and the psychotic button being part of it. So we had that nice little new teaser e- Evil Ernie run, and then it just stopped. That's another thing that just ended and we got no more of. Which I don't get why why they're doing these big chunks of space between storylines. When there's other storylines that have way too many storylines and too many side stories and all that. It's like, you want to be a comics fan, it's hard to survive with so many different titles nowadays. Land Left Behind, number one of five by Blood Moon Comics. Days into an expedition, the caravan of Knights of the Charging Steer Company find themselves transported into a strange, unknown land. Stranded and alone, they must fight for survival against prehistoric beasts 
and the land itself as they learn that they are not the top of the food chain anymore. Land of the Lost style storyline. We got Last Mermaid, number one, but Image Comics. Series Premieria, <laughs> Lone Mermaid, roams an endless wasteland on a quest beyond reason. To press ever onward, she must survive the interminable stretches between tiny pockets of water. The roaming bands of cybernetic cannibals and the fearsome mutant beast. What propels her forward to take such a risk? Looks like Derek Kim Kim, or Derek Kirk Kim, is writer and artist of that one. We got A Life is Strange, Forget Me Not, number one to four. Zoe Thorogood covers pack by Titan Comics. Collect Zoe Thorogood's issue one to four covers plus Zoe Thorogood issue number one variant, virgin variant, exclusive to this pack, limited to 300 copies. All right. Get Little Black Book, number one of four. This is from Artist Writers and Artisans, AWA Upshot Comics. Don't miss the start of this hard-boiled neo-western thriller. In this explosive new thriller by Jeff McComsey and Philippe Cunha, Cole, a straight arrow handyman, finds himself in the crosshairs of a ruthless crime syndicate. Along with his pregnant wife, but what is the meaning of the little book of underworld contacts Cole deceased, Cole's deceased father had hidden in his home? Cole's deceased father believed the best thing he could do for his son was to stay out of his life. But does the appeal apple fall far from the tree? Okay, we got Live Wire and the Secret Weapons number one by Valiant Entertainment. Live Wire and her friends live under the grid in Costa Rica. While the secret weapons hone their skills, Amanda tries to come to terms with life out, with life off the world wide web. But when an attack comes from within, can she fight off technology? When it attacks by surprise? When she can't even see the enemy? It's like we're getting all these new storylines from Valiant Entertainment, but I thought we just had a big Valiant Entertainment mashup with all the past Valiant characters. I wonder if they killed a bunch of them off or something. or Not sure what's really going on with that. We got Local Man, Bad Girls, number one, by Image Comics. Inga Johoning, local man's ex-girlfriend and current archenemy, is on the run. Her journey will bring her face-to-face -face with her past, her crimes, and two of the other badass ladies in the local man universe. 
Neon peers through the pink fog to reveal her dark, violent origin. Frightside encounters Crossjack and tests the selfishness in his heart. A perfect jumping on point for new readers and a must-have for fans who love and especially those who hate the long-gone days of blood-splattered breast, big blades, and bad girls. Features an epic triptych cover series by Tim Seeley's and Brian Reber. Uh, I thought her Fright Side character was killed off. I'm curious now. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm not, I'll spoil whatever I want. If you don't want to hear something, don't listen. They got a Lugosi Dracula 6-inch action figure by Jada Toys Incorporated. It's the exact same one that we just seen at a comic shop a couple weeks ago in a box that doesn't show what you're getting. And then we looked it up online and it shows what you're getting. And this pack has everything that you're getting in that thing. So I don't know if it comes in a cool black case like the one we seen does or if this is something brand spanking new layout of how they're going to display it or whatever. But it says it releases 327.24, and I seen the exact same figure in a shop a couple weeks ago. So not sure how old that was, <laughs> but it is out there already. So they must be repackaging in a different style package, which would make sense if they put it in one where you could see this figure and all the items. Because the one we've seen is just a black box. And there's no picture, no description, nothing really with it. But we were going to go back and buy it. But now I could get this one for half the price. <laughs> Instead if I want. Alright, Magic, Magic the Gathering, Volume 1 Trade Paperback by Boom Studios. This new Magic Gathering run has been interesting. I just... Checked out a couple of issues and actually really enjoyed them. But this book will collect magic number one to ten. So you're getting ten issues of entertainment for a little more than a standard trade paperback price. So that's a pretty good deal. Because a lot of them only have three to five comics in their trades. But... If you missed out on it across the vast multiverse, those gifted with a spark can tap into the raw power of magic and travel across realms. They are planeswalkers. And in Ravnica, they are hunted. These planeswalkers from rival guilds, Railzarek, Frasca, and Kea, together investigate a series of assassination attempts that left Chase Beleren. The famous mind mage in peril. They soon learn the assassins came from a cult with the members from all of Ravnica's guilds. A cult that worships the ancient, ancient, incomprehensible, powerful being, Merit Lage, whose physical manifestation is hurtling towards the city in a frozen comet. The influence of Merit Lage Upon her world and every other world, or upon her followers, tends in one direction towards obsessive worship and endless death as tribute. 
the Planeswalkers investigate investigation becomes a battle to rid Ravnica of the influence of the cult of Merit Lage and to save their world and every other world in the multiverse from her maddening power. It will take more than three Planeswalkers working together and one Planeswalker's ultimate sacrifice. So you get 10 issues in one trade, which is an awesome deal. I suggest checking it out if you're into the Magic the Gathering world. You may enjoy it. And we're going to stop it there, and we'll get back with more stuff in a bit. Okay, back to the previews. We are at the M's. We got Man's Best Number One by Boom Studios. Homeward Bound on an Alien Planet. Man's Best follows three emotional support pets living on the Starship Horizon. A spacecraft searching for a new planet to house a humanity compromised by bad decisions and corporate corruption. But after the ship crashes and their crew is captured, these loyal pets are their owner's only hope. Outfitted in outrageous mech suits, these three best friends must traverse traverse a hostile world to rescue their owners, leaving them the only hope for a humanity that might not be worth saving in an adventure threatening to tear their friendship apart. Pornsack Pinches Shote and Jesse Lonergan uh, provide an action-packed sci-fi romp with something to say in a tale that spans the furthest reaches of space to tug at readers' hearts. It's like, why would we even want to Spread humanity across the universe if we can't get along when we're on one planet. And then, of course, the emotional pet animals are the ones that are going to save the world. Must have ate their owners. Or just ran away from them because they're psychos. That was by Boom Studios. I don't know if I mentioned that. We got Marguerite vs. Occupation, one shot by Kex Publishing. August 1944, four years after the Nazis invaded France during World War II, 17-year-old Marguerite returns to her childhood home, only to find a German machine gun crew occupying the bombed-out remains of her bedroom, perverting her home and room that once brought her joy and wonder. She's about to take her home back. I mean, the place is pretty much blown to pieces by the look of the cover, but who knows? Might be something special there. All right, we got Midnight Show trade paperback. And the cover says The Midnight Show. The listing says Midnight Show by Dark Horse Comics. Basil Saxon is a legend among horror fans. 
over 50 years ago, he vanished during a freak accident on the set of the film that would have been his masterpiece. The cursed film, God of Monsters, was never completed and has never been seen. <clears throat> Excuse me. But when a film festival shows footage from the long-lost movie, classic horror monsters manifest to wreak havoc and terror on the unsuspecting populace. A ragtag group of misfits must band together to stop the most famous creatures of all time and send them back to the realm of celluloid nightmares. Collects issues 1 to 4 along with a sketchbook section and pinup artwork by Dan Baraton, Francesco Francavilla, Kelly Jones, and more. It's one that I considered checking out. I was waiting for it to trade up. So. Might be fun. It's written by Cullen Bunn. Art by Brian Hurt. So. Decent team up. I don't think I checked out issue one of that. We have Minor Threats. The Fastest Way Down. Number one. I think there used to be a series called Major Threats. I thought I had some comics of those. This is by Dark Horse Comics. The hit superhero saga that's Watchmen meets The Wire returns from Patton Oswald and Jordan Bloom. Showrunners, oh, I don't need to know all that stuff. Uh, Frankie Fallis, a.k.a. The Costumed Criminal, Playtime has won. Twilight City's greatest hero, the Insomniac, and its greatest villain, the Stickman, are dead, allowing Frankie to unify the super crook underworld and assert herself as the queen pin of Redport. But Frankie is feeling the pressure from every side. Rival gangs are challenging her authority. Scalpel, her concierge there, it's not spelled out concierge. Consiglier, or Consiglier, is pushing her to legitimize her empire. And the act of murdering the insomniac has broken something deep inside her. Frankie is about to learn the hard way. Heavy is, is the head that wears the supervillain crown. In the vein of Sin City, Black Hammer, and the boys, this noirish Superhero caper focuses on lower class kind of criminal, similar to Coen Brothers' most pulpy films, but set in a high concept world of heroes and villains. Sounds like it could be fun. I'm kind of curious though if that runs off that major threat. Say I'm Patton Oswalt, and pretty much can't go wrong. He knows what he's doing with his little stories at least everything I've read of his so far has been very enjoyable we got Misfits Clubhouse Little Red Wagon number one by Scout Comics Miki, Fairy, Slothy and Stig are back and ready for more fun wild and wacky adventures this time around, they'll venture to the ocean shore where they'll do battle with a fearsome pirate. 
Beach Bash Bonanza. They come face to face with a misunderstood dragon, Old Man Willow, and their attempts to make a simple social media video go completely awry in the most hilarious of ways. Barrel Peril. Plus, you'll see the debut of their favorite episodic adventure, Bruce McTutherson, Aquatic Investigator. That's some fun names. I have not read any of their stuff, so I don't know what it's like. But they are good with coming up little, with little goofy sayings and stuff. And it's by Scout Comics. They usually put out some good stuff. We got Misfortune's Misfortune's Eyes, number one, by What Not Publishing. Uh, let's see here. A bunch of stuff about who was what and done when. Brooklyn Prince. Never mind. It's a limited series full of excitement. A teen girl wakes up to discover she can see human auras. While embarking on a journey to find what her future may hold, she uncovers a hidden psychic town. There she will soon learn about her mother's troubled past, her own curse of predicting death, and unearth the immense darkness coming for the town and her own family. This is Brooklyn Prince and Elise Fernandez. <clears throat> Excuse me, got scratchy throat. And I do have a dryer going in the background. Sorry if you hear that at all, but if uh, the buzzer goes off, I'm sorry because it'll be really loud and probably scare the crap out of you. <laughs> but we'll see if we get done before that. Uh, Monster Fun has another book out pretty much every month. They've been pretty steady with these. Got Monster Fun, Beastly Beastly Books Special. It's tongue twister. Uh, by Rebellion Comics. Alec Worley, Abigail Balmer. This Easter Monster Fun is celebrating frightening fiction as nothing beats the jump, jumps and jitters that you get from a good, scary book. In this issue, our motley crew of creatures find trouble within the pages of some truly terrifying tomes, tomes, Gums, Kid Kong, Hell's Angel, Frankencritter, Witch, Verse Warlock, and Martha's Monster makeup are all on the same page when it comes to getting up to no good. Meanwhile, in Rex Power, Cory and Rex reach a crossroad in their relationship as the evil Zardax remains at large in London. And in Peach's Creatures, Peaches and Johnny the Golem visit the Mermaid of Venice. If that wasn't enough to make your month, we have an exciting strip about a girl and her supernatural parent. Meet Millie's mummy. It's like they always look like they have a good variety of fun characters and stories, but I have yet to check one out. I don't think I, I keep talking about picking one up. But I know last month I was going to 
I think it was last month's or the Halloween one. We have Monsters Are My Business and Business is Bloody, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. This looks like another Cullen Bunn project. Patrick Piazzaluga from, okay, we don't need to know that stuff. Meet Tanner Grizz, Grish, Grisholm, along with a shrewd necromancer who wants him dead, and a chainsaw-wielding koala bear named Cuddles, as he wages a bloody war against nightmares from beyond time and space. It's thankless work, but someone has to do it. And when a group of government contractors go missing in the nightmare landscape of the flooded zone, Grizz stumbles into a mystery he may not be able to carve his way out of. His old biker pals, the howling gargoyles, are up to no good, and the memories might be too much for Grizz to handle. That sounds like some fun characters. <clears throat> I gotta take a drink of water here, so if you got one, do it, but I gotta get rid of this raspy throat. <coughs> Sorry about dead air. <laughs> Had to get my lid off. The canister. Alright. So yeah, that one sounds sounds fun, but I think I'll probably wait for the trade. We'll see. Might check out issue one. I like the cover. We got Morning Star, number one of five by Mad Cave Studios. Uh, throat feels a little better with that nice ice cold water. Yeah, look out, 1956, Kootenai, Kootenai National Forest, Montana, when smoke jumper Nathan Garrett perishes in a raging wildfire, his surviving family's hopes and happiness turn to ashes. Now, one year following Nathan's death, wife and mother of two, Jolene Garrett, takes her crumbling family to the Morningstar lookout seeking solace through closure to scatter her husband's remains. But something far beyond the reach of their wildest imaginings awaits the Garrett family in the Montana wilderness. Something more powerful than their anguish and torment. Something that transcends space and time. No telephones. No electricity. No transportation. No escape. Yeah, that's what you get for going into my state. <laughs> I miss Montana. I might have to get that one just because I recognize names and places. So, see how good they do. I have had one other Montana version book that did not have the right documentation of the places and things around the area. So that was not a good thing. We got Miss Marvel Mutant Menace, number one, 
by Marvel Comics. Hated and feared. Miss Marvel has officially come out to the world as a mutant and a member of the X-Men. And she's about to learn just how hard things can get for mutant kind. Kamala Khan is used to being a hometown hero. There is no way her community would turn on her just because she's a mutant. Right? Right? The writers of the hit Miss Marvel, the New Mutant miniseries, including the MCO, MCU's own Kamala Khan, Iman Villain, return to chronicle Miss Marvel's next steps into exploring her mutant identity. Hey, she's really got to explore her identity. I mean, she's got to explore her powers, apparently. I was bummed by the Marvel movie. I expected some pretty cool powers. But I was sadly disappointed. My Bloody Valentine, number one by American Mythology. The rarest of all comics, only 100 printed. Get this special edition slab by your favorite graded company. I don't get it. Don't know why that's all it is. No description. Is it off the movie? And you kind of got the guy with the gas mask on this cover with the big old machete. I don't know. Not sure. It's weird that they don't give you anything more than that. Giving you uh, quite the price tags on the different covers. Alright, we got Na- Nacelliverse or Nacelliverse by Oni Press. This is number zero. Roboforce. Biker from Mice from Mars. Um, they already lost me because they can't write. It's Biker Mice from Mars. Damn it. I like that. I missed that. <laughs> I, I think I had all those comics back in the day. Uh, sectars, Power Lords, and many more. The Nasilaverse starts now in a double-sized 48-page zero-issue spectacular. When his planet is annihilated by a cosmic disaster, the alien Great Garlo must begin a galaxy-spanning search for a new home, only to discover a bold new universe of champions waiting amongst the stars. From the genetically modified sectar warriors of the planet Symbion to the rabble-rousing biker mice from Mars, Garlu's quest for safe haven will hurdle him on a one-way collision course towards 22nd century Earth where the obsolete robotic work crew called RoboForce is about to forge a new destiny in partnership with the Nacelle Company. Oni Press is proud to present a comics milestone three decades in the making as a new universe of toy and animation icons rockets into action from blockbuster writer Melissa Flores and Dia Genis Neves and Francis Portella. 
and more. The road to the Summer's RoboForce number one and Biker Mice from Mars number one starts here with a momentous new jumping on point that no fan can afford to miss. Well, shit. <laughs> uh, guess I'm going to check that out. Did not think I'd see Biker Mice from Mars come back again. That's cool. Now let's bring Toxic Crusaders back. And, <laughs> and they did bring back like the real Ghostbusters and stuff. Yeah, there's lots of fun animation from the day. Uh, yeah, Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> Old wrestling plane in the background. It's funny seeing some of the guys from back then. It's been a long time. Alright, got Napalm Lullaby, number one by Image Comics. Series premiere. The best-selling creative duo of Rick Remender and Bengal re-teamed for Napalm Lullaby, an all-new ongoing dystopian epic with a special double-length first issue. A child with unimaginable power is raised to believe he is God by a cult of zealots. Utterly confident in the moral authority of their religion, the magnificent leader has imposed his will on humanity and created the ultimate theocracy. Join them or be cast out to suffer with the masses. All right, I guess I got to stop doing this again because I can't. I don't know. I just... One of these days, I'm going to get one that doesn't get ruined for you guys, so I'm really sorry about that. I can only control so much. It happens around me. I'm trying to get some quality stuff out there for you guys. We'll just see what happens. Maybe next week we'll get some more time to get some more things out there. So I'll be back with more sometime soon. Bye.